Hi, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely and amazing co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly Bible study podcast dedicated to diving into the Bible with open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. As we know, the central feature of faith is trust. When the Bible, the central object is God's promise to us all. So Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, Philia, we are concluding our fast, our brief intermission for our second corporate fast, 40 days with the most high sugar fast. Mm-hmm. We use throughout this fast, we use a daily devotional by Wendy Speak called the 40 day sugar fast, where we discuss the daily devotionals that helped us fast from sugar and feast on God. At the conclusion of this fast, we are in days 35 to 40, and I can't wait to get in and just talk a little bit about what we got from the fast. Day 35, the topic is once you're free, you are free to share. Um, The scripture is from Acts 13. Two, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Amen. Amen. It's very interesting that when we enter this fast, we might have been self-centered. I mean, not in a selfish way, but we approached God with what we were struggling with. That's what we wanted to nail to the cross. That's what we wanted relief from, whether we wanted to hear from God, a word or message, whether we wanted healing or miracle. It was probably center around self. At least I can say that for myself. I brought my issues to God. But Wendy Speak challenges us to look beyond ourselves and look to others. And what she's saying is that if we've gotten so much from this fast, why don't we share with others? If we incline our ears to hear from the Lord, it's so good that we can also pass on the message to others. We can be a walking, living, breathing testimony of God's love. But in this fast, some of us hear, some of us don't hear. Like, what are you hearing during this fast, Philia? I think during this fast, I am hearing the silent voices and whispers of God. And I know it through different testimonies. Definitely when I listen to gospel music, the words resonate and really fill me up with joy. This joy that um, it's, it's it's unexplainable because there's a freedom that I feel. And sometimes I think when People think of Christianity, they think of being so restricted and they think of uh, Christianity as being so strict and you can't do anything, you can't party, you can't this, you can't dance, you can't do this, you know, but when you're really free and knowing God's love, there is something so liberating about it. So for me, this title is so apt where it talks about once you're free, you're free to share because when you know God's love, you want other people to experience that. You don't want to be selfish or stingy. You want, you know that if you can spread that love, that is God's most, his ultimate goal for us is to make sure that we can spread the gospel for us to to, to spread our love because that love of God is is something that 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 he wants for us all. 
Amen. God's love for us is unlike any other. It is remarkable. But the author reminds us that we cannot serve two masters. That is the title for day 36. The scripture is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you can hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Mm. You know, the scripture references money, but it could be anything that you're leaning on instead of running to God, mm-hmm. right? You can be addicted to sugar. You can be addicted to food. You can do, be addicted to shopping, a sex, uh, uh, television, Instagram, social media, whatever you're addicted to instead of running to God, you cannot serve both masters. This is a reminder that while we're ending this fast, we cannot go back to the way we used to be. We've right. got so much, but we need to be convicted, convicted mm-hmm. for God more than convicted by food. Because in essence, whatever we let go of during this fast is hasn't gone away, hasn't disappeared. They're still mm-hmm. it's still waiting for us as soon mm-hmm. as we finish the fast. But what are we what are we gonna do? Are we gonna go back to our old ways or are we going to continue? What do you see the future for yourself, Philia? How I oh, thank you for asking. Um, for me, what I see in the future for myself is continuing this fast. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to take it from 40 days to 140 days. However, the elements and the things that I have gained, this transformation that I've gained, I don't want to lose it. I love it so much. So for me, my goal is to fast at least one week of the month minimum. I may take it to two, depending on what's going on in my life. If it seems chaotic, I'll do it longer. If everything is going well, I'll do it as a, a way to show God that I'm humbled and I'm, I have humility and I'm grateful for everything that he's done. And this is my fast and this is my sacrifice for that time to say thank you. Um, so from the first to the seventh of every month, that's my goal. And as I said, because I don't want to lose that. So at least three weeks of the month, I can, I'm not going to say I can do whatever. I'm not going to be reckless, but I also won't deprive myself, but I definitely have to give. That's my way of giving something back to God. That's awesome. I, I love that you're going to make this fast a regular part of your monthly experience, because I, I I think that's such a good idea. I, I mean, the author tells us that we should, um, we should live every day like a fast and then take breaks for any other special occasion. We shouldn't just live regularly and then only fast certain times. I don't know yet what I'm going to do, but I definitely, I've definitely come to learn why I, uh, what my triggers are, why I run to other things instead of God. And I'm trying to come up with solutions for myself. Like I really want to be thoughtful about what I'm putting in my body and why I'm putting it in my body. Am I feeling down? Am I feeling sad? Because this is this is the reason why I eat. I I need these distractions. I need this dopamine hit. And maybe I start journaling these feelings. Like when I want to do it, I should journal these feelings. And, And I mean, I don't know how I'm going to behave going forward, but I do know I don't want to let this go. And I know that if we keep seeking God, he will still be present in our life. Day 37 says, keep knocking, keep asking. The reading is from Matthew chapter seven, verse seven. 
Ask and keep on asking and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door will open. Actually continuing, it says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a steak? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask for him? That's continuing Matthew chapter seven, verse nine to 11. I mean, this is, is so interesting that we know how, we all know how to give a gift. Maybe sometimes we know how to give a gift from love and we're not God. So if we know how to give a gift from love, what can God give us? He can give us exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or ever imagine. That's that's very hard to quantify. It's only with your testimony can you say this because if it's beyond what you can imagine, you can't imagine it currently. Right. So what's <laughs> harm in keeping keeping up with a fast that allows you to carve out special time for you and God to present yourself as a living sacrifice to him to say, listen, God, I'm I'm going to give my body to you. I'm going to abstain or withhold from whatever these vices are that are turning me away from you, that I'm seeking refuge and comfort in when it's not you. Amen. You know, I love um, that you talk about seeking refuge because when I think of the idea of keep knocking and keep asking, um, when you talk about these gifts, I for uh, Valentine's Day I, I received this teddy bear that lights up and it's but you, but you have to plug it into and it has a USB port. So of course, unless you're losing power, <laughs> um, it's always going to work. It's not like a battery operated bear. And it has all these different features where it can it can light up when you when it hears a loud noise. It lights up consistently. It lights up, you know, only in the evenings, like an alarm clock. So I remember I was staring at it and getting emotional because for some reason I kept thinking of God's love, like God's love always being this light in our life. And the USB represents being plugged into God and being plugged into God for me is staying in staying in. And on his path, you know, um, hearing his word, di- ingesting it or digesting it, um, you know, memorizing scripture, listening to gospel music, having conversations, fellowship, all of these things are the USB. It's in the port. It's the it's the plugging in so you can stay lit. And it's just such a wonderful representation of what God is to us. He's truly the gift that keeps giving. And he is our light. And why would we want to snuff that out with being distracted by things of the devil or things of people who don't mean well for us? And in order for us to protect ourselves, you know, and and protect ourselves from any weapons formed against us is through prayer, is through worshiping, is through fellowship and all of the things that God has for us. Amen. Well said. I think that staying in, in the fast, or at least the fast mindset is definitely helpful for us because we're all seeking from God. And, and maybe in this 40 days, you haven't heard from God. Maybe you didn't get the miracle or the healing or the answer that you were seeking. There's no reason for you to stop pursuing it. And, and maybe time it's time to, to examine 
why you may have may not have heard. Maybe you you substituted sugar for some other vice. Like a, an, initially for me, it was Instagram. I didn't even realize it that I was on Instagram more than normal because I needed those dopamine hits that I wasn't getting from like the snacking that I usually do. And so sometimes we need to get down to the root, which is day 38. And the scripture is from Psalms chapter one, verses one to four. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delights in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whether they, whatever they do prospers. Not so with the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Amen. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I love this. I <laughs> need to examine my roots. I need mm-hmm. to look to see what am I watering my roots with? What am I, what am I doing daily mm-hmm. that is going to make me flourish? And if I'm constantly running to my crutches Instagram, um, carbs. I'm just filling myself up with junk, empty calories that I'm not burning, but I need to be filling myself up with the word. Right. Jesus said that he was full. Like he said that man is not supposed to live on bread alone. So why are we chasing food? We're supposed <laughs> to be chasing the word. We're supposed to be chasing the knowledge of God. What is at our source? We know that good roots that are watered will produce good fruits. This this psalm says, it says, whatever they do prospers. That means that you're always producing something good if your roots are good. This is mm-hmm. why we have to re- this is why we have to renew our minds daily right. because we want to have the roots that help us prosper. I, I love that statement. We have to have the roots that you know to, for us to prosper. Because you know what, Yemi? I think what's really important is yes, you have to do all of the things to keep, you know, the your, your roots watered so that they can continue to grow and spread and get stronger. Um, when I think of this chapter, I also think about the people that come in and out of our lives. You know, there are people who are going to be roots, there are people who are going to be branches. There are people who are going to be leaves in our lives. And I think in knowing that you need to surround yourself with the people who are going to be the roots of your life, because those are the ones who will sustain you the most. They will sustain you the longest and they will always be there. So the importance of of that is getting down to the root of, of the matter for you is knowing that God's presence, his love is the thing that keeps you going. Um, knowing the word keeps you grounded. I think once you're grounded in, in, in the things that God wants for you, everything else is, doesn't matter. Everything else is easy. And not saying that you won't go, you won't experience, and cha- you won't experience challenges and hurdles because again, those things make us stronger. Once you've reached the other side, you know what it takes to to get there. You know what it takes to overcome it. It's like, I always think of playing a video game. When you're playing a video game and your man dies, 
the next time you get to that point where you died, you always know what made you die in the first place. And then what you do, you get over it and then you get to the next part. So that's how life is. So if you run away from your challenges and run away from these hurdles and these things that are painful and the things that you're afraid of, you will never know what it takes to get over them. So think of life like that, because it's, it's where we're, we're actors in the stage of life. Right. God is the is the master puppet uh, puppeteer of everything. We just have to relinquish everything to him. So stay strong in your roots and everything will go and your paths will be made straight. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Um, Our roots need to be strong. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to day 39, where the title is God wants your life, not your sugar. So, I mean, in keeping with your your roots and making sure, like Philia mentioned, having the right people around, because we gave up sugar during this fast, but that, that that was just something that we can focus on. Right. And that was something to kind of remind us what we're doing and why we're doing it. But God doesn't really want you to surrender sugar. He wants you to surrender your life to him. The chapter right. is, um, the book is Romans chapter 12, verses one to two. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this goes back to like knowing what you're to to, to building strong roots. You build strong roots, you weather the storm, you're able to withstand anything you have, you bear good fruit. And guess what happens? You will know what to do when situations come. Like Philia said, there will be tough situations, but because you you've emboldened yourself in the word, you've surrounded yourself with people who are praying, people who are speaking encouragement and love and life into you. These are the things that these are the tools that you need to survive everyday life. I mean, giving yourself as a living sacrifice to God doesn't mean just your food. It could mean like your, your shopping addiction. It could mean like your, your, uh, your depression, giving that to God and saying, God, help me renew my mind daily. It could be giving up people in your life who are not helping you stay on the right path or maybe trying to pull you astray or who even makes fun of the things that you're doing. Having presenting yourself as a living sacrifice to God takes constant work. Everything you can do can be a sacrifice to God. You can wake up and say, I dedicate this day to you, Lord, show me the way to go. You can go to work and say, Father God, bless the works of my hand. Everything can be a sacrifice because we are supposed to present it. It's supposed to be holy and pleasing. And this, the Bible says, is true and proper worship. There's nothing that beats this form of worship, then you bowing down to God and saying, I give what you've given to me. I give it back to you. Please help me align with your will and way for my life. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, just to reiterate what you say, that God wants your life, not your sugar. It's the same thing. It's like, we don't need to run to sugar to lean on, on anything. Let God be your crutch. So I love that. Thank you, sis. So day 40, da, da, da. 
The author tells us that we need to live like it's true. The reading is from Psalms chapter 90, verse 14. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad in all our days. Amen. So basically, the author is telling us, listen, fake it till you make it. (laughs) But not so much faking it. But really internalize the things when you when you when the Bible says you are the head and not the tail and you want to make that your mantra, you want to make that that scripture that you live under that banner. You really need not cower to anyone because God said you are the head and not the tail. But if you enter into rooms being secondary, sitting at the back, you know, presenting as if you are the tail and not the the head. You're not living the truth of the Bible. So even though we're in this fast and we've given something to God and maybe God has spoken a word or given us a healing or a miracle, whatever has come to us from this fast, we need to live each day like that is true. It cannot be fleeting. If God gave you a word, live it every single day. Call it every single morning. Say to yourself before you go to bed, we need to live the truth of the word. And a lot of times when we're moving away from the truth of the word, it's because the devil is trying to attack us. This is why we need to renew our minds daily because we will believe the lies that we are told by this world. The world will tell us that we're not beautiful enough. We're not smart enough. We're not hardworking enough. We don't have enough money. We're not special. We're not talented. We're nobody. There are so many lies that we can um, feed into, but God doesn't want those lies. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't wish those things for your life. He's a good God who loves you, right? So when you're, you're feeding into the line, start feeding into your crutch, whether it's shopping, sugar, carbs, whatever it is that you're doing, alcohol, ask God to renew your mind, lean on God's word for the truth and live it. You can overcome any of these things that you're addicted to, any of these things that are crutches for you, any of these things that you run to when you're feeling down and depressed. Run to God, let him fill you, let him satisfy you and live like God is your only hope. Live like God has already healed you, that your miracle and your blessings has arrived. Because to live like that means that you know that your life, who you are, is a miraculous, splendid gift from God. Amen. 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 Says, I think I absolutely love what you said, right? Because in living in this truth, it's almost like a long-term hunger. The hunger that we have, you know, for God is so real. And the scripture, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways, submit to him and he shall make your path straight. I have memorized that scripture whenever I'm feeling, you know, un, un, unsure about things or feeling like, am I making the right decision? I always say that prayer and it literally gives me the confidence that I need to forage ahead. So that is living your truth and living truth is trusting God 100% with everything that you have. You have to submit to him. You have to take everything to him. We are not the navigators of our own destiny. Yes, he gives us some control, but he's the ultimate person that is in control for everything that we do. Amen. I I think 
that this fast has been such a great and transformative fast. Mm-hmm. I look forward to doing more and more fasts. I think that um, one of the things that God told me during this fast is that is really like, who do you, who's, who's, whose report will you believe? Like, yeah. if I say these things to you, I mean, do you really believe, or are you going to continue to feast on the negativity, the things that hold you back? Like, I don't, I personally do not believe that I live my fullest. I don't believe that I'm walking in my purpose, that I'm at my capacity, that I am, um, I'm, I'm living below my capabilities. That's I'm living mm-hmm acting and and working below my capabilities. And I have to stop doing that. I have to really believe in myself because God has strategically placed me in positions. God has called me to do more. I feel it. I know it. But it's beyond like the first fast corporate fast we did. God t- confronted me and told me that I actually don't trust him. Right. That I can say all these things, but without action, I'm telling him that I don't trust that right. he will that he will catch me, that he will make sure that I don't fall. I want these things, but I'll never make this first step. Right. But God is telling me that I need to take the first step. So I said to God, yeah, I'll make these steps. No matter how I feel, I trust that you will catch me. But you oh. know what else? I still talk, I still talk down to myself. I still say like, okay, yeah, this, this is not going to work. I can even go out there and say, God won't let me fail, but it's not going to work. It's not going to have the ultimate benefit, but at least I won't, you know, the worst won't happen to me. So I'm catastrophizing to like medium sizing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'll get the middle. I won't get the best, but I deserve the best. And I need to walk and believe and live in, in, live in that. And God told me that I need to stop feasting on the lies, lies that I'm internalizing from the world, lies of people who have told me things that, that haven't benefited me, that hurt me and the lies that I tell myself. Hmm. I need to believe what God is telling me. Amen. I mean, that is well said. I think that definitely in this fast, I've seen a 100% transformation with you. Uh, I think the first corporate fast was was a good start, but I really believe that this 40 days was just the right amount of time to really, really, really get to know God, to really test yourself. You know, it was like the first week, first two weeks was like, oh, but then once you got into the groove of it, it was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm really starting to see this transformation. And God, didn't only bring us closer to him, but in that we both, you know, lost weight. We didn't think that was going to happen. You know, we didn't think we were going to have the results that we had. I feel healthier. I'm actually making more of a concerted effort, you know, in not eating anything now that even though the fast is over, I'm still like, oh, yeah, no, I'll just take the raw honey. Thank you. You know, and not making those same mistakes because it's just like when you know, when you know God, it's like you don't want to mess up. You don't want to start going back into things that are going to bring you back to that darkness. And I feel like there's a light now. So anything that might cause me to go back into a crutch, I literally am walking away from. I'm learning to just walk away from it and know to to, to continue on this path because this path has proven to me that it works. And God has proven to me time and time again that he is not failing me. So I'm not going to do anything that will that will be displeasing. So I'm just so grateful. I'm so happy that we've done this and all of the, our supporters, all of the people who watch the people who joined us, those who are just joining now, you know, there are some people who have contacted me and I'm sending them material. I think that is such a wonderful thing. So 
Um, thank you so much for this discussion. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed days 35 to 40. Um, stay tuned for our announcements and our closing prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on days 35 to 40. We have ended our fast, but it's never the end. It's only the beginning. Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, just spread the news and follow us. Don't forget to click that like button, though, so that you can share with your family and friends and neighbors alike. Now let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says God's word does not come back void. Since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for just being on this platform. We're able to share your love, Father God, share your word with others. Father, as we confess our needs, we need your help in our lives in every way, in so many ways, and we pray that you will help us to live dependent on your help, trusting in your help on a daily basis in a way that leads others around us, ultimately leading nations to see that you are good and that you help all who trust in you, Father. Father God, you say, trust in you with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. But in all of our ways, we must submit to you. And of course, God, you will make our path straight. So Father God, we ask that you continue to make our path straight. We, we ask you in Jesus' name to bless us with everything that we stand in need of and everything that you want for us, Father. Bless us to prosper and have excellent health and never stop growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ, your son, Father God. Bless us with love, power, and a sound mind. Heal us in every area of our lives, God. Please continue to favor us. Give us joy, knowledge, wisdom, peace, protection, prosperity, strength, and success in all of the ways that you have for us, Father God. Father God, you love and you strengthen us to live our lives to honor and please you, God. God, cleanse us of everything in our lives that breaks your heart and that is dis uh, that are displeasing to you, Father God. Let the light be shined on us and let it lighten our dark path, Father God. You uplift us, Father God. Help our lifestyles, Father God. Help us to live vicariously through you, Father God. Let the world see that Jesus Christ is our Savior and Lord of life. Protect us, God, from all the plans of the enemy. And we ask you in prayer, please do the same for all of those in the world who need to pray for themselves, Father God. We pray for great refreshing to come over our lives. We ask you to deepen our desire for your word and your presence like 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 we need water, Father God. And we pray um, for your presence in our lives. We ask for forgiveness for many times and we sort our fleeting things of life knowing that they don't matter and the most important thing is you, Father God. We long for the truth. We long for you to invade our minds and our wills and our emotions. And we pray to experience your presence and to know with all of our heart, mind, and soul that you are enough. Oh Lord, you are our strength. You are our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen, and amen. We thank you so much. We love you guys so much. We are just elated that you can embark on this 
second corporate fast and and feel the presence of the Lord. We can't wait to reveal our final podcast to you until our next series. Can't wait to talk about our next series because I'm sure you're going to love it. Thank you again. Always remember to be kind to one another, but most importantly, always remember that God loves you. Bye, guys.